Welcome once again to Radio J. Root Healthy Living for our first-time listeners. My name is Eliezer Gruber, a certified nutritionist with offices in Borough Park in Yerushalayim. I'm the developer of the Nutri-Supreme Research and Education Center located at 4315 14th Avenue in the heart of Borough Park. And as a certified nutritionist, my vision and mission is to design healthy roadmaps, a good GPS system that works well. These healthy lifestyle programs, a roadmap which includes structured, wise, healthy food plans, structured exercise programs, stress management, and recommendations on how to have to achieve quality sleep pattern. Was in my office yesterday, a big Talmud Chachem, who I tried to emphasize the 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 how important, how crucial it is to get a, to have a better sleeping have have better sleeping habits because with these better sleeping habits, at the end of the day, he will accomplish so much more, eichus and even kamas, even though. He has less hours to work with. But that extra sleep, the, qu- the quality during the day, what he needs to accomplish, there's no question. 1,000% will be much better. These programs are a roadmap, again, to achieve, Be'ezus Hashem, optimal health and wellness. The lifestyle programs, these programs are designed for each individual needs and not just a one-size-fits-all model. That's a big problem today in the U.S. The prescription pad model is a one-size-fits-all. There are literally hundreds of diets claiming to have some benefits for literally everyone. A new revolution in diets, in diets whether it's to lose weight, whatever the issues are, it comes out, surfaces these diets, one-size-fits-all, it's good for everybody. But there are no two people are alike. And any given diet, there's no, it's not possible, not possible to meet everyone's needs. There is no question that there can be different nutritional and lifestyle requirements, different nutrients needed in different amounts for optimal health and performance in any given particular person. A person's unique genetic, I always, at my, the forefront, when people come to the Nutri-Supreme Research and Education Center and come to me for a consultation, to understand their genetic makeup gives me so much information when I hear from them what's going on in their family genetic makeup, what's with the father, what's with the mother, the grandparents, the uncles, the aunts, and get a clear understanding of where the weak points in their, in their makeup is. Once I understand that and see, and see their blood work and see what, and what symptoms or if they are having symptoms that they're exhibiting, and put the pieces of the puzzle together and come out, now we can come out with a Dover Shalem of a program. And every program has to be individualized to meet the individual, the unique biochemical makeup of that person. For example, a person's metabolism, how many people come to the Nutri-Supreme Research and Education Center to lose weight? And one person, it can't be one diet fits all, it can't be one supplement fits all. It cannot be one exercise program fits all. So many factors go into this roadmap. Their age, the gen- again, their gem- genetic makeup, their age, their environment, the stresses. We all have stresses today, but how they handle the stresses, whether it's a physical stress or whether it's an emotional stress, and what's their activity level. How many times a week are they able to exercise? What's the duration of time? 
and how intensive is that exercise that they are doing. This roadmap, again, for one person can be so different from one person to another person, and even in the same family, even to a brother, two brothers, it could be a totally different roadmap. I want our listeners to understand very clearly and get it crystal clear that the absence of disease can be so far shemayim lo'aretz from the presence of apt, optimal health and function. When a person, how many people, they come to the Nutri-Supreme Research and Education Center with all kinds of symptoms. My staff sees and hears on whether it's the telephone, whether it's via emails, whether it's they're coming in person, or whether we're getting calls from stores, from people, health food stores, pharmacies. Baruch Hashem, I'm the nutritionist for many, many, for health food stores and pharmacies in the tri-state area, and how many calls we get. Symptoms exhibiting these people, whether it's chronic fatigue, whether it's a chronic pain, whether it's constipation, diarrhea, how many calls we get chronic yeast infections and migraine headaches, even if, whether it's daily or several times a week, and anxiety and depression and bipolar disorder. I've heard in the last year how many people today are exhibiting symptoms or being diagnosed with bipolar disorder. It's very scary. And foggy brain, young people, 20s, 30s, 40s, young people, foggy brain, I can't concentrate, I can't, uh, my zikaron, my memory is so compromised, Mr. Gruber, what can I do? And high blood pressure with all the stresses of the day. The number one thing that is gyrim high blood pressure is stress. And how many, how many stresses we are today. If we have these nutritional imbalances and deficiencies, no wonder why so many people today have high blood pressure. And if we've spoken in the past, diabetes, how the diabetes, the epidemic today is shreklech, heart disease. Heart disease, young people in the, in the 40s and 50s, lower lane with heart attacks. Whatever the problem might be, again, whatever healthcare professional, whatever practitioner that you go to for an evaluation, for a program, for a roadmap, for a GPS system, make sure they need to evaluate your genetic profile, what your dietary habits are, what your activity level is, your environment, the different exposures that you're being exposed to in the environment, your sleep pattern, that has to be addressed. If it's not addressed, there's going to be a missing link. There's going to be a missing piece of the puzzle in order for that practitioner, that healthcare practitioner, to be able to give you understanding, give you the best program. There's no question, again, when we look at a person's unique biochemical, individual makeup, that every, there is such a, there's, it's crucial. There's a program, a different program for each person, as I've mentioned. Every, all of us, we so much, we want energy. We want vibrant health, emotionally and physically. Today, emotionally, is, 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 it's terrible. Rahman what's going on with people today as far as their emotional health from all the different issues, whether it's their chronic anxieties, whether it's your, I see people, Tourette syndrome, which is under the umbrella of anxiety, or whether it's, as I mentioned, the bipolar disorder is skyrocketing in the United States, schizophrenia, and depression, clinical depression, severe depression. 
and OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, besides your autism and all the other issues that we've spoken about in the past. The psyche in the field of psychiatry, the psychiatric problems today is skyrocketing in the United States. There's no question. So in order to have, we want optimal health, optimal health and wellness, again, not just physically, emotionally. We want to be emotionally stable. We want our children to be emotionally stable. Where do we start at? It can't be just a prescription pad model. It can't be. It will not work. It, it's a Band-Aid, and it's needed. And as I, if the listeners know me by now, I have a very healthy, a very healthy relationship with the medical field. And I network with psychiatrists. Just a few weeks ago, I was on the phone with one of the, the New York's top psychiatrists speaking about one of the patients. So again, we need to network, but we need at the forefront a foundation. And the foundation starts right in our own kitchen. It starts with our own, the, our food intake. What are we serving ourselves? What are we serving our husbands? What are we serving our children? What are we serving our parents? What are we having on the table? And I exercise from crucial in sleep. If you have somebody with bipolar disorder and you mess up his sleep cycle and, and he has a, a, a sporadic sleeping cycle, it means he's, he's going to bed one day at 10, one day at 12, one day at 2, one day at 3, one day at one thirty. That's the worst thing you can do for somebody who has such a condition as bipolar disorder or any, any of the psychiatric problems. It's, it, it, so again, we need to look at the nutritional status. Again, sleep is so so crucial, and it's such, so, such sleep deprivation in this country. So in order, and, and, but even with these roadmaps and these programs that Baruch Hashem I'm able to design for people, for their individual needs, there needed to be another component Another component, and because of these nutritional deficiencies and imbalances, that even though at the forefront is the food intake and not the vitamins, that's not the forefront, that's secondary. It says on every bottle you buy of a, of a supplement, of a vitamin or mineral or any other type of nutrient or, or herbal extract, it says dietary supplement, supplement. It's not primary, it's a supplement. But because of our food today, it's not the same food as it was 20 years, 30 years ago. It's not. The fish is not the same fish. All, all the farm-raised fishes today was not what we had before. It's not what the bubbies and the altar bubbies and the zadies and the altar zadies had. It's not the same fish. It's not the same chant anymore. We have what we have. And Baruch Hashem, we have to be thankful for that. But there are so many nutritional deficiencies. In order, why 12 years ago, if at the forefront is food intake, why did Nutri-Supreme, why did Eliezer Gruber decide 12 years ago to come up to develop the Nutri-Supreme Research Vitamin Company with cutting-edge formulations, not just multivitamins, not just minerals, not just essential fatty acids, in order, in order to be able to help as an azer, as a helpmate to the diet and to the exercise and to the sleep and to the stress management to have a complete, complete program. 12 years ago, Baruch Hashem, the Rabban Islam directed me to start the Nutri-Supreme Research Vitamin Company with this goal. This goal to design, to design science-based cutting-edge formulations without compromising with the quality or the correct amounts, that's the echas or the commas, that goes into every Nutri-Supreme line of product. 
For example, as I mentioned last week or two weeks ago, Nutra Supreme Mitzar Hashem will be coming out with very soon, probably within the next week or two, a cutting-edge formula. It's a sleeping formula. As I mentioned, sleep deprivation is, is massive in this country. And one of the three ingredients in this particular sleep formula for optimal sleep was manufactured in Spain because I didn't want to go to any other company because in a lot of these herbal extracts, they're high pesticide levels. What do we need high pesticide levels in our body for? We already, from our fruits and vegetables and other things, other foods in the food chain, we already have enough pesticides. Why do I need to put now into a Nutri-Supreme product an herbal extract that has high pesticides? In this particular ingredient, it's been told to me throughout from the, from the manufacturers of raw ingredients, this particular ingredient it's very difficult to find that has very low, if not at all, no pesticides. So we had to wait. We had to put this formulation on hold, on the back burner, and Baruch Hashem, it was flown over recently. The ingredient, the ingredient that needs to go in to make up the trio of ingredients to go into this formula was flown into the United States, and now it's at the contract manufacturer. It's been now, it's been now, gone into production, and Mirza Hashem, we will have it in the next two, three, one or two weeks. Again, we want to look at optimizing, optimizing our health and wellness. And we need more than just one. There's not one magic bullet. There's not two magic bullets. There's not three magic bullets. Kodamako, we need to be mispalo to the Rabbani Shalom. We need to be mispalo every day, every day, in fact, as much as we can, learning Torah and davening well with tefillah and davening with kavana and being davening for Klal Yisrael. We, Klal Yisrael needs so much. We had, the Rabbani Shalom gives us so much rachmanas. We need so much siyat dishmaya. But in order, I can't do it on my own. So what do I, what, 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 what is over the last 20, 30 years, I have I've been able, Baruch Hashem, to network with doctors, scientists, researchers, and other healthcare practitioners literally around the globe. Mitzvah Hashem, I'll be again in Eretz Israel. And I have an email just was sent to my email box a couple of days ago from a doctor, an immunologist in Eretz Israel who wants to meet with me. And then I got another email yesterday from a doctor who wants to meet with me in Eretz Israel. Baruch Hashem, this networking with doctors, scientists, researchers, other healthcare practitioners around the globe, that now, so, so I can now design the optimal, the, the ingredients, the formulations for the Nutri-Supreme Research line of vitamins, and ad- which addresses, again, these nutritional deficiencies and imbalances, which is literally t- widespread. Today's show... Is a, is a very important show. I will be discussing what most people, including myself, myself, no question myself, take for granted every single day. Healthy eyes, eyesight, having and maintaining throughout life healthy eyes. Every day, birchas and birchas hashachar, we make a bracha, I'm now the more Simas Aleif because of this radio show. I'm more Simas Aleif to the bracha of we say every day, Hashem, the Rabbani Shalom, who gives sight to the blind, which is a series, one of a series of actually 15 brachas 
that Chazal have mentioned, I believe it's the Gemara and Brachas have mentioned and have instructed us to bless the Rabbana Shalom every day. How fortunate, how fortunate a person is to wake up every morning, each morning, to have a pair of eyes that are working perfectly. You know, we take out our cameras to take pictures. We have to adjust the lens here and there. We wake up and open our eyes without any adjustment. And we're able, most of us, Baruch Hashem, are able, it working perfectly. I'm sure, you know, it's not really a good optimal muscle over here. I mean, the right muscle. But it, all of us, I'm sure, have experienced some, a blackout in our house where we didn't have electricity. I remember years ago, probably 15, 15 years ago or so, I was sitting, my family and I were sitting in our, by, our, by in our dining room table on Shabbos, Leil Shabbos, and Baruch Hashem was in the middle of a suda and all the lights went out. The fuse blew, the, all the lights went out. We had no light. And we're sitting there, we can't see our food, we can't see how to eat, we can't see each other. I mean, did we, Baruch, we had the neiras, Baruch Hashem, that's one of the reasons why we like neiras, Right? We bought him at the neighbors, but we couldn't see to the, nearly to the same degree as when our lights are on. And you know, and then Baruch Hashem, we were able. It was Baruch Hashem done in a way that's mutter to do via the way to do it with a with a non-Jewish person. We were able to get the lights back on, and 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 when the lights came back on, we saw right away. Wow, there was such a certain simcha. The lights are now back on. And now we can see, and we can see each other, and we can see the food we eat, and we can, and we can see the beautiful Shabbos table. And now we can look into, I can say, a Devar Torah. And we can have Zemiros, which we couldn't very difficult to do without the lights. I remember about, about it must have been about 11 years ago, I was in the country. Well, I was actually came from the New York City, Brooklyn, New York, to the, to, to the, to the Catskill Mountains. If, all, if you remember our listeners, I believe it was in the summer of 2003, in August, when New York City experienced a major blackout. I believe that blackout was more, if I'm not mistaken, more than 24 hours. But it was more than, for sure, more than a few hours. And that blackout, what, what happened during that blackout? People couldn't see. The electricity went out. And... And people had such a difficult time. There was such confusion, such confusion going on in the city. Or if you would just let take a minute and close your eyes, close your eyes during the day for a minute or two, and start walking around the house and try start trying to do things, and you're not able to see, your eyes are closed. And when you open up your eyes, you appreciate now. You can see with what you're doing. Again, the activity or any any activity, whether it's reading, whether it's writing, whether it's moving from place to place, whatever you need to do, whether it's reading, looking, learning, reading, whatever you have with your eyes, so many things, looking at other people, the expression you see on other people's face, your communication, eye is a form of communication. If chasav shalom, a person cannot see, or even if they can see but they have poor vision, but they were restricted in so many ways. The quality, it's compromised, no question. The quality of life is compromised. All of us want our independence. Independence is restricted. 
how many people, we, every, nobody wants to be dependent on somebody else. And if a person loses, loses vision, or even if his vision, vision is compromised, is restricted, this can interfere with his independence dramatically. Our, our, our eyes, our two eyes are a window to the world. Our, our, our eyesight influences the way, the, the way we look at the world. There's no question. Eyes are involved in so many tasks daily and we, that we, we totally, all of us, again, including myself, take for granted. I remember years and years ago, my mother, Shalom, after my father, my father, in fact, it was, I think it was after he was Nifter, and my, and my uncle, my, my mother, Shalom's brother, became blind after that time, after my father, Shalom, was Nifter. And my mother, Shalom, took my uncle, his, her brother, into the house. He was legally blind. He was a successful pediatrician, a doctor, with seeing a lot of patients, his life. You know, he helped a lot of people all the years as a pediatrician, dedicated, so dedicated to his patients. I remember going into his office and hearing from the secretary and hearing from the patient so such dedication, and he became blind. And for many years, he was in our house. His vision, the, taking, the loss of his vision, the blindness was caused by something called glaucoma. Which is an which is an abnormal. There's an ab. It's an abnormal condition. It's an elevated pressure within the eye. What causes this abnormal pressure? This elevated pressure in the eye. It's an, an excessive accumulation of a fluid of something called ac- aqueous humor. It's a fluid. It's a cl- it's a watery fluid that circulates in our eyes in the anterior and the posterior chambers of our eyes. This uncle, again, lived in our house, and I remember, I remember sitting at the table with my family and this uncle, and he couldn't see, and my mother, Olam would serve him his dinner, serve him his lunch, serve him his breakfast. She took care of him, but he, wanted, he didn't want my mother to really help him because he wanted to be independent. Again, he, was a, he grew up, he, everything he did, he, he, who wants to lose their independence? And I remember we were sitting at the table, and he was, the food would be put in front of him, the plate of food would be put in front of him, and he would first touch and feel the food. And he would ask my mother, what's the food? What's this? What's this? What's this? And then he would take the fork, he would look for the fork, which was sitting, which was right at his side. He would take the fork and start with his other hand, one hand with the fork and the other hand putting food on the fork or the spoon. And start to put it in his mouth. Sometimes he missed his mouth. It didn't go directly in his mouth. And he had the little, it took for a second or two to get it into his mouth. Can you imagine what's going on in this scenario? We eat every day. How many times we put food in our mouth? And how much we take for granted that we're able to look at our food? And this, and this, and this uncle I remember we were living we were living in a condominium at the time, two floors. And he would his bedroom was upstairs. We didn't have any bedrooms downstairs. They were all upstairs. And he on his own, he would walk upstairs. And I remember he would go outside every single day. He was very active. He didn't let his blindness get him down. He didn't get depressed from the blindness. He was very basically was 
quite active, being that he was blind. And he would go outside in front of this condominium, and there was a walkway. And he would get, he had somebody show him and show him exactly where the walk from the beginning to the end of the walkway before it got to the street where cars come, or not the street, the driveway area where cars come into the, or driving in the, in the, in the condominium to park. And he would walk back and forth, back and forth with his cane, back and forth. He would do this every day. This was his exercise. He must have done it probably 20 to 30 minutes a day. And I'm sure he gave him chizik, and then he would come back into the house. So many, I saw things, so many, in other words, his independence, even though he was an independent person, but so many factors in his everyday lifestyle habits were so compromised because of this blindness. Something that everybody, including myself, take for granted. Now, what's happening over here? You know, again, this, that's one. That's one. That's that's a major cause of blindness. Glaucoma is a major cause of blindness. There's other causes we're going to get into, and I really want to give you a roadmap of what's happening in our eye. In fact, this was only going to be, uh, today's show was only going to be on high health, was only going to be one show, but I see I can't do it all in one show. It's going to be two shows, and Yitzhak Hashem is going to carry over to next week. So being able to see again with the uncle, to taste, to, to be able, you know, when he put the food in, before putting the food in the mouth, when you look at the food, and before you even put it in your mouth, the digestive enzymes are starting already to be secreted even before the food goes in by looking at the mouth and looking at the food. You're looking, you're looking at the texture, you're looking at the color of the food. Our brain starts immediately when we see that food, especially if it's a food that you desire, which starts processing immediately. And again, these digestive enzymes start being produced, secreted before the food comes into the mouth. How the, the, the purpose of today's show is not just to tell you the problems. We will, it will carry over to next week, but at the end of the day, at the end between today and next week, we're going to have a roadmap. How can we preserve? How can we maintain optimal eye health? In May of last year, that's 2013, the National Eye Institute, the famous National Eye Institute, dedicated a month, May 2013, called Healthy Vision Month. The National Eye Institute called on the Americans, the American population, to make their vision a priority. What, what does that mean, making their vision a priority? By taking the necessary steps to protect vision, preventing vision loss, which could be preventative, no question about, and also make the most of the vision if there is already a problem with the vision, the vision that does remain, that they do have remaining, is so it shouldn't progress and lead on to even total blindness. In fact, this uncle, as I mentioned, accumulation of, of, of pressure in the eye, this uncle, if he would have... And, and he was unaware of it. He was unaware that he had this high pressure in the eye. It was a symptom that he did not know, but when he, but Tommy went to the eye doctor. When Tommy went to the ophthalmologist, it was too late. 
It could have been preventative if he would have gone. Not his fault. But if, we, if we're not educated, that was how many decades ago? Decades ago. He was nifter at the age, I believe, of around 90, 92, 93. But it, so that happened years and years. So we're talking about decades ago. If he would have been able, if it would have been an education system like the National Eye Care has now put into place to educate the population, screening, early screening. We're looking at prevention, 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 prevention. And if he would have gone, if, this, if there would have been this National Eye Health promote or promoting this intervention or this pre-screen, this early screening, his eyesight would have been saved. He wouldn't have become blind. They would have given him medication that would have normalized his pressure. So easy to do, and but it was too late. According to the National Institute of Health, the NIH in Bethesda, Maryland. Approximately 38 million, that's such a high number of Americans over the age of 40, have either, as we've spoken about, glaucoma, diabetic retinopathy, which we will speak about more in detail, age-related macular degeneration, which I will speak about, which Baruch Hashem Nutra-Supreme Research has been working with a top retina specialist, one of the top retina specialists in the country, and just came to the Nutra Supreme line of products, a formulation promoting eye health based on the formulation of the National Eye Institute, or based on the studies of the National Eye Institute, the ARIDS 1, ARIDS 2, we'll speak about. But between these three eye diseases and also cataracts, the number that is projected, Rahman al to rise from 38 million to 56 million people by the year 2030, right away, much before then. But it's terrible. 2030, 56 million people. So screening, eye exams are crucial. So crucial for early detection and treatment and can literally, literally save eyesight. As we see it, as I mentioned the Gaya to my uncle, Aloha Shalom. Again, we want to have early screening and eye exam. The doctor, the ophthalmologist, checking for pressure in the eye. Let's look and make sure there's no macular degeneration over there. And as I mentioned, diabetes, diabetes is skyrocketing in this country. And two in di- long-term diabetes we'll get into is in the course of this show and next week, diabetes, retinopathy, which retinopathy, which is it can be after not two years, three years, it can take even up to 20 years to happen after a person is being diagnosed with diabetes. But that can, at the end of the day, Chasu can take a person's eyesight. So again, we don't want to have this problem or come to this problem. So we need to be very proactive. If you have a family member, whether it could be a parent, it could be a grandparent, a great-grandparent, speak to them, tell them, make sure they get, they visit their ophthalmologist for, for, for routine eye examinations. It's so, so important. 
There is the government, according to the U.S. government, statistics and analysis has revealed that blindness or vision problems is among among the top 10 disabilities adults over 18 years old and over in this country. Vision loss, serious consequences. Again, we need to take care. We need to prevent We want to prevent in much, just like most diseases, whether it's heart disease, whether it's diabetes, whether it's even things like cancer, diet, and what we can do, interventions. But over here, so crucial is going to the doctor, to the doctor, the ophthalmologist, and getting an eye exam. I can't reiterate enough times. And it's just so scary. It's so scary that the next three decades, Rachmanulatzlan, that eye disease is estimated to double because what, who's the fastest growing population today in the United States? It's the baby boomers. That's the fastest growing population. The aging population, the alarming epidemic of, in the army, arm alarming dep- epidemic of diabetes even today, we spoke about 3,000 teenagers that published in the journal Pediatrics looked at one from 7% to 23%. Schrecklich. How many young people are getting diagnosed with diabetes? And the resulting from that, diabetes, is eye problems. It could be kidney problems. It could be heart problems. It could be circulation problems. It could be, it could be amputation long-term. We need to prevent, prevent, prevent. So crucial today. My message my message to you is simple. Don't take, in any form or fashion, do not take your eyes for granted. Don't put off these regular eye exams because your eyes feel fine. Even you don't wear glasses, you're not nearsighted, you're not farsighted, you don't have any reason to wear glasses, you've gone to eye doctors. And they said that your eyes are, you have a 2020 vision. Your eyes are perfect. Doesn't mean anything. You need to go still for examinations. And so even if you don't wear glasses, and even whether it's glasses or whether it's contact lenses, these eye diseases of glaucoma, of age related macular degeneration, AMD, are present or well present before one might notice again any symptoms. So you want to see the doctor before trouble, before anything is brewing inside the person in their eyes before. And many diseases, not just many diseases actually can cause vision loss as one ages, but as, but as these three diseases, and especially macular degeneration, in the Western world, and the Western world is the top, the number one top cause of blindness, leading to loss of the central vision. It may cause some of the symptoms, dark spots in your sight, in a person's sight. It may make straight lines. You see straight, it's person sees straight, it might appear wavy. Or cause, if you're looking at some type of text, you're looking at a book or you're looking at some type of paper, and the lines might seem wavy. A person might seem wavy to the person's eyesight, or blurry. And they may and 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 
communication. I've been communicating, Baruch Hashem, I've been communicating over the past, I don't know, at least one and a half years, as I mentioned before, with one of the top U.S. retina specialists in the country. And again, based on this communication back and forth, emails, Nutra Supreme, Baruch Hashem, came to the market several months ago with this science-based, cutting-edge eye formula based on this ARIDS-1, ARIDS-2 study done by the National it was it was funded, founded, or funded by the National Eye Institute addressing eye health and this particular this disease of age-related macular degeneration. The Nutri-Supreme Research Eye Formula is called Eye Support. And very easy, we wanted to make it, make it very easy because the majority of the people that have this problem or in your geriatric population, they have problems swallowing. So in order to facilitate, in order to be able that they should swallow easy, we made the soft gels. The, the formula was designed with, in very, very small soft gels to make it very easy to swallow. And the soft gels have an extra added benefit that things like lutein that we're going to speak about, the carotenoids, lutein and zeaxanthin, are very important. They are they are oil based. They are they are oil and they are they are oil soluble, fat soluble. They need a carrier in order to get it into the body, into the bloodstream, through the get intestinal tract. So in that soft gel is a, is a carrier. Is it like a sh- to be able to shuttle it through into the intestinal through the in- into the intestinal tract in over into the blood system. So again, when we look at things like Diabetic, that's another we that we want to just I want to just spend a minute or two. Diabetic retinopathy, which is which is long term. It could be even twenty years. A person is diagnosed with diabetes, which is massive, which is an, which is an alarming epidemic. Changes in the blood vessels of the retina. That's a, the thin light. There's a thin light inner lining in the back of a person's eye. Right is the retina. These changes are called they're called diabetic retinopathy. Now, how does the how if you want person ask people ask me what happened? What's the diabetes got to do with eye with this condition? People elevated sugar. It's not good for the body and for any period of time to have elevated sugar levels. When a person has elevated sugar levels, the so-called Key and 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 lock mechanism, the insulin that's secreted by the pancreas when there's elevated sugar. If that key and lock and key mechanism is not working well, so the receptor in our muscle cells, our liver, are not able to receive the insulin. So more and more insulin is secreted, but the buildup of the sugar is what's the problem. The long-term sugar level, blood glucose can damage the eyes in many ways. Again, in Echas Hashem, these, these, these small, tiny blood vessels in our eyes, it can do damage to, to. It can actually cause them to thicken. They can become a thickness. They can become to develop leakage. And also, with diabetes, there can be in, in the whole body, there can be poor circulation. How many diabetics? Every diabetic I see poor circulation, and and I, it comes out. It surfaces in many areas, not just the eyes, 
but in particular when it comes to eye health and in, in, in long term these diabetics it can affect these blood vessels and by the the retinal blood vessels and that can can compound the problem and causing all kinds of it can even let's say cause new blood vessels that are very fragile it can they can it can cause it being fragile they can uh it can cause leakage but again it doesn't happen overnight we're talking about long term if they're not if they're not being monitored properly these diabetics if they're not if they're a1c their hemoglobin a1c does not come down to a good level. And I and I see people all the time, they're taking medications, like your glucophage, your metformin, and even people on insulin and Genuvia, these in the either whether the oral medications or whether the insulin with injections. I never have not seen yet a, a person on, that's a diabetic that is totally normalized with a hemoglobin A1C under 5.7 or very even very rarely under six, the hemoglobin one A one C. Now, if that, if this this problem, if the sugar over a long per- period of time is elevated, and there and this diabetes is not controlled, then it can lo- lead to a the loss of sight. Right, and when we come to that's that's regarding diabetes, diabetic retinopathy. When it comes to the macular macular degeneration. Macular degeneration, when there is when there is long term macular degeneration, the macula in the retina, in the middle, in the retina, in the back part of the eye, especially if there is a collection of fluid, a protein deposits over there above or under the or at, on the retina or under on the retina or, on, or under the re, or, or the macula, this can cause very this can cause major problems. The retina, the retina is is very sensitive in our eyes. In fact, it's a very thin layer of tissue that lines the back of everybody of our eyes. And if it goes into a very serious form, when there is when there is a a, a form that's called proliferative form, it's a proliferative form of diabetic retinopathy. That's a more serious stage, and that's what causes major problems. So again. Whether it's the macular degeneration, that that's the number reason, number one disease, eye disease is causing blindness in this country, or whether it's glaucoma, whether it's diabetic retinopathy, as we've spoken about, that causes vision loss, they all contribute. Or cataracts. What about cataracts? How many people in this country have cataracts? What is a cataract? No one should know of cataracts, but cataract is a cloudy. How many people call me up? They want to do cataract surgery. Or they have one cataract, or they have both eyes have cataracts. Cataract, clouding. It's a clouding of the lens. It affects the lens of the eye, which is also, again, a leading cause of blindness. An estimated 20, about 20, between 20 to 21 million Americans age 40 years and older have a cataract either in one or both eyes. And about somewhere plus minus around six million have either had their lens removed because due to these cataract or cataract or one or both eyes, and it's estimated that the total number of people that will have cataracts will increase Rachmaninoff's to thirty million plus minus by two thousand twenty. So we see what's going on here again. Screening. Go to their ophthalmologist. We're going to take a break. Is this the 
eye on eye health, optimal health will flow over in Mirzachemto next week. We will be designing, I will be giving over to you and communicating with a roadmap. But I just feel it's important to understand what's going on in our eyes, the problems. And it's so, in many of these cases, can be totally prevented if we be proactive. And we're going to look at the nutritional perspective, how nutrition has an effect on our eye health, especially things like cataract and macular degeneration. That will be addressed next week. I would like to give out the numbers if you have any questions so far in this again, one the first of the two part series. The numbers you can call the number you can call it for to for to be on live is seven one eight six eight three five eight five eight. If you would like to text in a question, three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight. Again, three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight. We'll be back just in a minute. Welcome back to Radio, Radio J. Root. This is Eliezer Gruberg, and this is the first of his two-part series on optimal health of, of the eyes, which is so crucial. We have a phone call. We take one or two phone calls. The time is running late. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, I have a question about cataracts, please. Okay, go ahead. Uh, besides lutein and carotenoid complex, bilberry and blueberry, what else can be used, just generally speaking, for uh, cataracts right. okay, or preventing so, it? Okay, very good question. Um, cataracts, um, there is what we're going to speak about next week, is oxidative stress. You know, UV light is clear, you know, it's causing more oxidative, oxidative stress to the lens, in which we'll speak about regarding the lens and also macular degeneration. Now, if we look out, you know, what, as far as you mentioned lutein, is the xanthan or bilberry, uh, what's out there in the market or what's, if we look at the research, the science behind, for example, Nutrisupreme Research has a, I spoke about a new formula based on my communication with a top retina specialist. We also have a product called Ultra Eye, Health, uh, Eye Care. Now, things if, let's say with cataracts specifically to your question, if we're going to look again at oxidative stress, which we'll speak about next week, and its role in, in eye health, whether, let's say, for example, cataract, then we want to reduce this oxidative stress. So besides what was published in the ARIDS-1 and ARIDS-2 study, you know, your vitamin E and your C and your zinc, zinc is very important over here, zinc and your copper uh, and your, and your lutein, and your, and your, excuse me? Zinc all helps with cataracts. Well, in, in, again, if we're going to look at which we'll speak away next next week, oxidative stress. It happens to be zinc is a very strong antioxidant. 
But but my point to you is like this. Let's say in in when we're speaking about Bill Berry, you mentioned Bill Berry. So in in, in the, one of Nutrisupreme's product again is called Ultra Eye Health, Ultra Eye Care. Is one of the ingredients is is bilberry along with something called NAC, N-acetylcysteine. Why was bilberry put in? Now the, the data with bilberry, it is a good antioxidant, bilberry. But the data is fairly weak. You know, where did Bilberry come from? In World War II, the, England, the, in, the pilots in the U.K., you know, in their night vision, you know, was said to be increased by eating Bilberries or jam made from Bilberries. Right. Right. So, and that has sugar in it, and that is a counterindicator. Okay, okay, so you can get Bilberry, well, you can get Bilberry extract without sugar, but... No, I'm saying with the jam, with the report from World War II, that, that was the... That, right, no, I understand. I, you, mean, you mean it's a tartar de It's a sorbosite. Yeah, I understand. Okay, so it could be today, Bon Hashem, it could be, it can, Bilberry can be uh, taken without the, without the negative effect of the sugar, but... But bilberry is, a, or NAC, so bilberry is an antioxidant. NAC is a very, very, uh, very well-known research antioxidant because it's a precursor to, uh, to glutathione, which is the strongest antioxidant in the, in the, in the body. Now, so, when, you know, one of the reasons why when I designed that product, putting in bilberry and putting in things like uh, NAC or alpha lipoic acid, which is also, you know, is, can, be, can raise glutathione levels, and it's also a very strong antioxidant. You know what I mean? So is to, because of this issue, most of the problems, whether it's cataract any, or eye diseases in general, or like, especially, I'd say, macular degeneration and cataracts, or any of, the, any of the chronic problems today, the underlying factors are this oxidative stress and inflammation. So what we can do to minimize that, you know, there's a, there's a sumi ride, there's an say toy. If somebody's out in the sun without proper sunwear, you know what I mean? And, and, and their eyes are, you know, the sun is hitting their eyes is not a good thing. Do you yeah, but what else can you do to improve, to increase the health, to strengthen the eye, that it could should naturally, with the way I made the eye, it should be able to fight itself and preserve itself? You mean in the eye in general? Again, so that's what we're going to get into next week. But just to give you a, before, you know. The research that I read is lutein, carotenoids, and bilberry, they all have a positive effect on eye health, and more even than the antioxidant part of it, to, to be a shield, but it... Lutein, lutein and, and zeaxanthin is concentrated in the eye. Bilberry, again, the research with bilberry is very scant. There's no really good research with bilberry. However, it doesn't mean it's not a good ingredient. I would never use an ingredient and put and make, you know, and, and put it into a product which costs money and have the consumer pay extra money because something. But a lot of ingredients you have to, uh, if you've done your, your research, a lot of ingredients to go into any kind of double-blinded placebo study is very. The, the, as we've spoken in the past, the NIH is very. It's not funded well. There's not enough money to really, you know, especially when it's a nutraceutical to spend a lot of money. And and so what is the only things that really been done? Their is, interest. What? It's not in their interest. Yeah, for sure, it's not in their interest. So it was Hashem, It was an Eretz one in an Eretz two study. But so if, as far as the, this research behind it, so that's why when we came out with this product of, 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 of eye support, it was only based on the Eretz 1 and Eretz 2. Nothing else went in it. In fact, we even took out in that product beta carotene. In the first Eretz 1 study, barricade was a part of the Eretz 1 study, which was very promising, right? But after we looked at all the data and, and, and the National Eye Institute looked at the data from all that, really the, the beta carotene, you know, because it has other issues at beta carotene, 
it was not really, in other words, it didn't deliver, it didn't, it didn't have a significant effect where it really needs to be part of the formula. That's why we took but it out. eating raw carrots or freshly carrot juice, okay, freshly listen. made carrot juice really help uh, heal the eye of listen, listen. the carotenoid or whatever? Well, well for, for, first of all, what you mentioned before with the jam and the sugar, carrot juice is not a good idea because carrot juice might give you beta carotene and other carotenoids, but it's, not, it's high, very high in sugar. I understand that. It's a natural sugar, and if it's taken with all the other components Hashem put into the carrot, it helps metabolize that sugar, I think, the same way as like a wheat, a whole wheat, the the chaff around the the kernel helps metabolize so the body doesn't uh, react the same way to the whole wheat as to regular wheat. So so you better eat the carrots. But if you're going to eat the carrots, listen, vitamin A is very crucial for the eye. I mean, there's another eye disease... uh, Pigmentosis, retinitis pigmentosa that I don't really I wasn't going to get into. You know that there is some data, um, is some data with with vitamin A. You know, high amounts of vitamin A, but that you have to be careful. Vitamin A it can be too high. Vitamin A can be intake can be toxic. Um, but but that's not the point. But vitamin A is important for the eyes. But if you're going to do, let's say carrots, but beta carotene, lutein, zeaxanthin, any of the carotenoids are oil soluble. So if somebody's going to take a carrot, let's say if you want to take the carrot, or if you're even taking the carrot juice, which I don't think is a great idea, but the carrot juice rather because of the high sugar. But if you're going to take a carrot to optimize the absorption, because you need a shuttle system to get it into the bloodstream. So I would put on like if you put on olive oil, or if you put on you know an some, eat it with some type of fat, then you're going to optimal juice. And that's why they did studies, if you like lycopene, which is also a carotenoid, which also has some benefit for eye health, by the way, not, not just prostate. But like some, what? Lycopene. But if somebody, let's say, if you took two groups of people and one group, of popula- uh, one group took uh, ate pizza every day and one group, I'm not telling you you should eat pizza every day, but one, <laughs> one group ate pizza every day and one person ate tomatoes every day, a plate of tomato, the one, the, in, with just tomato, with not any olive oil, any other kind of fat sh- to shuttle it into the, into the body, into the bloodstream, the person who eats, the group that eats the pizza every day will have higher levels of lycopene than from that tomato than the person who's eating a plate of tomatoes or raw tomatoes. So you just have to, right, the way you know, sh- You have to balance out and you have to be smart how you put food together. So one complements the other and color mix and whatever, those things help one help metabolize and slow down the absorption and the metabolism. Right, right. right, say. So we want to uh, increase absorption. We don't want to compete with absorption. We don't but I've just got a signal. There are the people on the line. Whoever's on the waiting for phone calls uh, to uh, ask questions, if you could hold your questions till next week. And Mirza Hashem will address it next week because it is going to go over to part two next week. Just would like to give out the numbers. The Nutra Supreme Research and Education Center is, loaded at, is located at 4315 14th Avenue in the heart of Borough Park. Our local number is 718-853-0644. Our 800 number is 888-68-NUTRI. Our website is www.nutrisupreme.com. The email, if you want to have questions or just like any topics that you would like me to address on this show, on a future show, please email your email me your interest. I'll be more very very happy to take your emails into and, and to use that your emails, your topics that you would like to be addressed as a show within itself. The e, the email is e gruber. That's e initial e g r u b e r b as in boy e r at nutrisupreme.com. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos.